Hey, how's it going, everybody? Anyone who follows sports and follows uh, TV and film, uh, I want to pose this out there. This is the most anticipated week, weekend, uh, in a long-ass time. I can prove it. We have the NFL draft going off tonight at 8, and it's going all weekend. So, first round is always, like, uh, the highlight. Second round is a little bit more low-key, but... Uh, it still matters because, uh, like, you're seeing the top 50 uh, college students go into the pros in uh, two days. Then uh, you get the the later rounds, which is if you, if you're paying t- close attention to those, you're a little bit of a uh, I'm not gonna say degenerate, but you, like you're a junkie uh, for football. Then. Today is also the day that uh, Avengers Endgame is released. And I am staying the hell away from uh, social media just so that I don't uh, uh, catch a spoiler because I almost caught one. Uh, I was on uh, one Instagram model's uh, uh, stories and she was posting not stuff as on the movie but stuff on the advertising and her relationship to uh, what she saw in the advertising to how she felt during the movie and I don't want none of that then this Sunday we get God willing the Army of the Dead Battle at Winterfell on Game of Thrones so this is going to be a hype ass weekend Okay, I'm going to start out with the draft. So, Arizona has the first pick of the draft. Arizona has maybe one of the worst teams in the league right now because for years they were the old team. They were the veterans, they were coached really well, and they played tough, but they were the old team. And the problem with the old team is... That the older they get, uh, the closer to the cliff that they all look, uh, approach. So Arizona had uh, a year, a couple years ago, or yeah, a couple years ago. So last year they were the tenth pick of the draft. That means that they were the tenth worst team in the league. So they had a need for quarterback because they had an old guy for a while. So. They go with Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen is uh, an interesting character. Uh, he's a good enough quarterback. Uh, if I remember correctly, he was the guy that uh, put a hot tub in his uh, uh, dorm room at, I think, USC. Which, by the way, shout out to USC because it must be the funnest uh, college to go to, uh, people-wise, just because... Uh, you got Lori Laughlin's kid uh, uh, getting a uh, crew team, which I thought the crew team was the rowing team that you always see, like, like stroke, stroke, stroke. Like, I thought that was that one. No, turns out it is the, like, the boating team, like, where, like, the, the, you crank the boat, you turn the rudders, uh, like, you're sailing. Uh, that's your uh, uh, team. So, so uh Josh Rosen 
USC quarterback, I believe, I might be wrong about this one, uh, was, I think they play in the Big 12. So here's the problem with the Big 12 uh, quarterbacks. No one plays defense in the Big 12. You'll have 50 to uh, 60 uh, point uh, games in the Big 12 on a regular basis. So there's that. Uh, then you have the fact that you're a decent enough school that at USC you're going to have a good offensive line, you're going to have good receivers. Josh Rosen had all those. So when he goes to Arizona, he doesn't have a good offensive line, he doesn't have really great receivers, so it's run for your life, hope, hope to God you uh, uh, move around in the pocket enough, uh, throw the ball, hopefully someone catches it, maybe you'll win a, a game or two. Which they really didn't do. Fast forward to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is uh, somebody that the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, which, by the way, first time head coach, uh, in, I believe, in the NFL, uh, because the first guy that they hired only got one year. Uh, the GM uh, picked uh, a top 10 quarterback for the guy, and uh, they fired the coach. They brought in the new coach, and the new coach w- wants Kyler. He's been on the record saying anybody uh, – before. I think before he was hired as the Cardinals' uh, head coach, he was out there uh, saying anybody who uh, wants a good quarterback, go get uh, Kyler Murray in the draft. So, of course, it's on him. So – with the NFL and the draft process, there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of outright, outright lying that goes on. There's uh, teams that'll tell the kids uh, that are that are getting drafted, "Oh, you're our pick." Meanwhile, uh, they hope that the kid leaks the information, so it's just more misinformation. So, Kyler Murray is a tiny guy. He's five ten. Uh, which in uh, NFL quarterback standards, uh, small. Now, I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback, but like when people make the jump from college to pro, there's issues. The speed of the game, the whether or not you have good parts around you. Like, do you have a good offensive line? Do you have a good running game? Do you have a, a good receiver that will get open for you? If not... You could be handcuffed uh, to the talent around you. So, everyone is saying that if Arizona doesn't take Kyler Murray, they have no idea where the hell he's going. If he gets drafted in the first round or not. The teams that need a quarterback are roughly the Broncos, because right now they have... uh, Joe Flacco, who is an older gentleman, uh, constantly hurt. Then the the uh, the Miami Dolphins need a quarterback. The New York Giants say they don't need a quarterback. And to be fair, Eli Manning is a lot better than people give him credit for. But Eli Manning uh, had, is going to be forty soon, and. 
like, like I said, old, old players, like, they get closer and closer to that cliff every year. So, the GM for the Giants has been saying, we are taking two people that are going to be plug-and-play immediately helping our team. Because the Giants have two first-round picks. They have the 6th and the 17th. Now, there are teams ahead of the Giants at 6 that don't need quarterbacks. Because quarterbacks will will be... They will reach for a good quarterback before anything else. The... If you're a piece away and like uh, like a rookie player is that piece, a team will go out and get you if they like you. Now, the Jets, for, for example, are sitting at the third pick in the draft. The third pick in the draft is like prime uh, real estate for people that need uh, a quarterback. So if Arizona takes Kyler Murray, who nobody else wants then there's, that leaves one other top-name quarterback, which is Dwayne Haskins, who played for Ohio State. Dwayne is your more uh, NFL prototypical quarterback. Had a really good record at uh, Ohio State. And I'm trying to remember if he played or not for uh, Notre Dame. Like, uh as either a, uh, like, he was, if he was on the team or not. Now, here's the issue. With all college quarterbacks, can they pick up the speed? Can they pick up the preparation? Can they pick up the anticipation? Can they actually make the throws? Because there are about 17 to 20 different throws in the NFL that I don't even know what the hell they are. I just know that they exist. I know that like uh, throwing the ball in front of a receiver, behind a receiver, to the side of a receiver, like that's a four right there. Like, uh, do they like land it like an artillery shell, or is it a straight laser uh, beam going straight to their hands? Like, there's so many. Like, do they put a little zip on the ball so the ball moves faster? It's things like that that uh, define what a pro uh, quarterback can do. There are 32 teams in the NFL. There are not 32 quality starting quarterback uh, players in the NFL. Like, there's some backups. Uh, there's, like, the, the drop-off, once you get out of the top, uh, I want to say six, maybe even ten. Once you get past, like, the, the mid-tier range... Those guys are not as good as you would like. With the Giants, Eli Manning could uh, be argued falls below the middle of the pack. Because two Super Bowls or not, he does not have uh, uh, the uh, results that he's had in, in the past. So, the crop of quarterbacks in this draft are not that great. You have Kyler Murray, who there's an argument that he could play. Dwayne Haskins, also an argument. Then there's guys like uh, like David Johnson or, or Finley who are projects. The scouting reports on these guys are basically that 
these guys could probably uh, be really good quarterbacks in a few years, but they're better suited as backup quarterbacks. Now, I am a Giants and Jets guy, so Jets have uh, their quarterback situation covered. They're probably going to take a, like a, a defensive player, which this draft seems to be loaded with defensive players and uh, offensive line uh, guys. So, like, the top of the draft, you're going to see a lot of uh, defensive guys and, and a handful of offensive guy, offensive line guys. So, especially because offensive line and defensive line have gotten a lot sexier over the years. Because the thing that beats the best quarterback without no questions asked is like the the four-man rush. If you can get a four-man, like four guys that are just unstoppable, fast as hell, NASCAR package rushers, uh, it could be Tom Brady, it could be Aaron Rodgers, uh, whoever it is, if you have those four guys that are rushing the quarterback and getting to him, uh, where it doesn't even have to be a sack, it just has to be intense pressure. Like, that that wins. So, uh, I believe the people that started out the Daniel Johnson uh, hype were the Patriots because, of course, the, because here's how the Patriots work. They don't give a damn about first-round picks. Like, they use them, but, it, like, their real pick, the, the real Bill Belichick uh, draft pick, is always the second-round pick. Like, whoever they get in the second round, that's the guy that you're never going to uh, think about, but you're going to be in the middle of a game, and it's like, oh, uh, scoring their fifth touchdown for the uh, in the entire in like the entire game uh, is this guy who you've never heard of. That was a sef- second round draft pick. So the draft starts at eight o'clock. This is going to be interesting to watch because I, I don't know how they're doing it. I guess they're doing it outside. Because they are actually worried about rain. Like, if rain hits, uh, they are going through it. Like, the only thing that they will... Uh, 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 if have to work with is lightning. Now, when I say lightning... Like, my first thought is, like, why the hell aren't we, like, we doing this inside? And the second thing is... They're not stopping the draft for lightning because supposing that they start the draft and then lightning hits, uh, they have to evacuate everybody, but the draft is is still going to keep going. So if lightning hits before, instead of an 8 o'clock start, it could be 8.30, 9 o'clock. Every time that they see lightning before the draft starts, add a half an hour, so... It could be a while, folks. But I'm really curious to see uh, where things end up because there is so much uncertainty on this one. So much. So, on to the next thing. Avengers Endgame comes out today. I am going into uh, Zero Dark Thirty on... uh, social media just because I do not want to deal with anyone that could possibly spoil it 
I don't want to know a damn thing. I don't want to know structure. I don't want to know... If it happens in the first five minutes, that's still a spoiler because I don't know how they're starting this movie. I don't know a damn thing. I don't want to know a damn thing until I actually see the movie. Which, I are, I haven't bought tickets ahead of time for a movie in years. Uh, the last time I think I did it was The Dark Knight when I bought tickets to go see it uh, down in... Uh, Tom's River because I knew I was going to be out of town and I wanted to see it at midnight so I did a midnight showing when I was down at the beach that was that was one of the greatest nights of all time too because with my dad uh, we're going to see the movie and we're in a big ass theater like like uh, there's some theaters where it's just like a hill with seats on it and then there's ones where it's like uh, an upper section where you're where you don't have to worry about someone in front of you then there's ones where you're like in a stadium wall and then there's like the like the peasants down below so the place is going to be filled we're like in our seats we got our popcorn we got our soda the dark night's going to be coming on like uh, the warner brothers hype machine was cranking the year before like it's like oh we haven't put out anything here's a website oh here's a thing go figure it out oh you figured it out guess here's your treat here's the trailer oh man that was so wonderful like here's a sneak peek like we're gonna like just give you a little bit of a drip each time so we're in the theater and like it is actual tension because uh like groups of five are showing up and there's only three seats left it's like how the hell are we going to figure this out? And then you realize, oh, the theater is not idiotic. They only sold a certain amount of tickets uh, for per seat. So, like, the ushers are helping people rearrange uh, uh, groups of people. And that's, you got uh, people in the crowd, sit down, sit down, screw you. Uh couple of fights almost broke out that night so and it was a it was a great audience to watch the movie with just because uh no one was talking but people were reacting when the joker does the pencil magic trick like the the theater went like god damn so uh, anyway avengers endgame there's been a handful of people that have seen the movie because people all over the world have seen it. Uh, I don't go on Facebook, but I know people that have gotten off of Facebook just so that, uh, like, they, they don't want to be going through their feed and having someone who uh, retweeted something or, or shared it uh, spoil it for them. Um, I specifically unfollowed the Marvel uh, tag and all the tags that would uh, suggest Avengers... Uh, through the hashtag, just because I did not want to have that one just forced into my face. Uh, there's this one cosplayer I follow, uh, Lewis Stardust, who she was pretty quiet about this because she, like, she, uh, as far as I could tell, she didn't like say anything ahead of time. Like she said that she was going out to California, but I, I never put two and two together because who would think that like uh, someone would uh, like. Like all the like, I guess all the famous are, are internet famous or the really decent looking. Uh, or not, I don't mean it like that, but 
uh, like the ones that have a real dedication to craft uh, cosplayers uh, showed up in the grandstands of the LA premiere and she was posting uh, photos of her group with like Chris Pratt in front of it uh, photos of Natalie Portman which by the way the Avengers is so huge that there are stars that I don't even know if they're in the damn movie showing up because they've been in uh, one of the other uh, like 22 Marvel movies so it took some I think it took James Bond uh, from like 1960 whatever on to do 23 or 24 movies so like 50 to 60 years of James Bond uh, Marvel did it in 10 and uh, like a lot of those Bond movies weren't even uh, 100% uh, one uh, company so uh, shout out to Marvel on that one so I saw her post it was like uh well, I can't follow her now because I ain't taking the chance that uh, that she let something slip. And I was like, I go on Instagram today, of course. Like, I I, I see imagery. I don't know what the hell it is. And then she says uh, uh, that it's an ad that she got the feels from. I was like, I don't even want to know. I do not want to know. So uh, I haven't checked out Instagram since. But the... Uh, like that was cool to see. The, so I might as well talk about uh, like theories for it because I know people that were taking uh, off work. I did not take off work. Uh, I just got to get through one goddamn day because tomorrow at seven fifty, that's when my show starts. That's when I'm going to see it. I'm going to sit in a ch- uh, theater for three hours, and uh, I-, I can only imagine if they took Infinity War and added Endgame to it. And just decided, like, that that would be something. Like, it's because if it's three hours, I think Infinity War was two. Like, a five-hour movie with just everyone from Hollywood in there. And I don't even know who that, like, they, because, like, Natalie Portman, I believe, was at the, uh, uh, the L.A. Uh, release for Endgame. Is Natalie Portman in the movie? Uh, I, I, I know the, the one dude um, that played the professor in uh, the Thor movies, uh, not he- Eric Helvig? I'm trying to think of what his name was. Uh, he said he's not in Endgame, so I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to take him at his word that he's not in there. Uh, I know some like one person uh, told me that they uh, watched the movie over a stream which by the way get the fuck out of here with that shit like we're grown ass adults like we're gonna watch a bootleg uh, in 2019 get the fuck out of here it's like you're gonna watch on a fucking cell phone that's probably shaky as fuck you're gonna have shitty quality because you're shooting light uh, when uh, you're shooting when you take your cell phone and you uh, record your TV or you record your uh, uh, a movie screen you're 
you're probably, you don't have it set to the fucking good, uh, uh, parameters to capture that film, like, your fucking luminosity is going to be too fucking high, your contrast is going to be blurry, uh, you're going to be dealing with, like, motherfuckers on your left and right just talking and eating popcorn, there's people in front of you, so you're missing the bottom part of the screen, it's like, back in the old days, you had fucking grainy-ass footage, like, uh, you might as well turn the movie into a goddamn podcast, because, uh, it plays better as an audio uh, play than an actual, uh, so, realize something, and I'm a little annoyed, okay, so, with Avengers Endgame, I'm pretty sure Josh Brolin is going to be in there as Thanos. Like, if if Thanos is in there for 10 minutes and we have a new villain, I'm down. That would be a curveball I'm not expecting. If... Now... I, the, one of the biggest duh moments I've had in a conversation, I think I, I we were talking about it on Barcast, I'm not sure. Maybe it, it was afterwards, but... Uh, the um, internet was saying that there's a rumor that if Captain Marvel had did poorly, there was going to be less Captain Marvel in Endgame than uh, if Captain Marvel, the movie, had done well. So, as far as that goes, dog. You think they're going to downplay the person that they're going to try and get to take over as the new Iron Man, the new uh, Captain America, the new hero in charge for the next phase of the Marvel movies? Because let's face it, guys, there's more Marvel movies coming. This is the possible send-off point for Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Like, I know that Black Widow is getting her own movie later. Maybe it's not uh, set in the present. Maybe it's set in the past. But it's like, thank you, Scarlet, for uh, putting up our bullshit because apparently we couldn't do it in the uh, last eight years. The Don Cheadle was talking about they almost did a War Machine movie uh, that the guy from Black Panther uh, wrote a treatment. I don't know about treatment. I, like He wrote something. They wrote an idea for a story, and it didn't go through. So, with all that said, I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, uh, obviously you think because the, the bad guy won in the last one that the, that the good guys are going to win this one, but it's, uh... The, the movie rules for series uh, start kicking in right about now because you have uh, alright, take Scream Scream is uh, the perfect one to discuss this with uh, Scream it talked about uh, horror movies and the nature of serialization in horror movies so what I'm talking about here is not necessarily Scream 
but Scream 3. When Jamie Kennedy pops up on a videotape as a... And this was such a bullshit move. Like, they, they killed him in two. Spoilers. They killed Jamie Kennedy's character in two. So Jamie Kennedy in three has to appear to tell uh, uh, the main uh, heroine how trilogies work, meaning that trilogies uh, follow a different rule than sequels. Sequels, you're going to get more of the same, uh, but the, the, the hero uh, or the, the main lady, will, the heroine, will save the day, survive, all that stuff. But in trilogies... Uh, anything goes because it's a conclusion. So they can die. Uh, and here's the issue with like uh, the Avengers in that sense. Uh, they're I don't think I don't think they want to kill off Captain America because they they want to treat Captain America the the way that uh, uh, that Bond gets treated. In that they want to have good actors playing uh, the the characters, but uh, they don't want to be beholden too much to the characters. I mean, look what they did with uh, Edward Norton and Hulk. Uh, Edward Norton apparently was too much of a pain in the neck to work with, so they got rid of him and they brought in Mark Ruffalo. That's why you don't see a lot of... uh... Actually, no, I take that back. it's not like every Marvel movie references every other Marvel movie, but with the with the uh, the Incredible Hulk that was Edward Norton, uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet a lot of the like they haven't done a full retcon, but they kept uh, uh, Jeff, not Jeff Daniels, William Hurt. They kept William. They kept William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, they, I think they kind of rebooted um, the Hulk origin uh, from the Incredible Hulk. For like in Avengers, they they took the the Hulk origin, which was like a mix. No, it wasn't even a mix. It was uh, the Hulk origin in, in Incredible Hulk was the Hulk TV show origin where. They're doing an experiment, like they have that laser that goes into his eye, and then uh, he hulks out. In Avengers, I think they retconned that, but they just cherry-picked the things that they liked from uh, in, uh, from the Incredible Hulk, meaning uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, I don't think we're I don't think we're ever going to see Liv Tyler as Betty Ross again, or. Ty Burrell as uh, as Samson. I don't think we're ever going to see that. But uh, I don't know. The the people that would not surprise me whatsoever if I saw in this movie uh, Haley Atwell as uh, Peggy Carter. I would not be surprised to see T.I. or any of the other Ant-Man gang uh, in the movie because Ant-Man is in the movie and I don't know what the timeline is I don't I also don't know like because the Russo brothers are on record saying that uh, certain things in trailers are not in the movie so 
no idea whatsoever. Uh, I, I've talked uh, repeatedly about things that uh, could be set up. I think they have, uh, they're going to set up uh, some of the Phase 4 stuff, which I don't even know what phase they were in. We could be in Phase 5 right now, starting. Uh, I don't even know who the main villain is in this movie. It could, it could be anybody. Uh... They could have recast uh, uh, roles, and that role, like, instead of Kate Blanchett, we get Hella uh, again like, in a small role, or we get Kate Blanchett. I don't know. The big thing to consider is that uh, for a while we were completely looking past uh, Endgame. Like, we're like, oh, Disney-Fox merger just went through. Disney just spent $71 million to buy Fox. You're telling me the Fantastic Four and the X-Men are back on the table? Okay. So we were all looking past that for the longest time, and then we were like, wait a second. This is, like, this is Endgame we're talking about, so this isn't just another movie, and this is way more hyped up than uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which... I was surprised it got, uh, like, it, it got two trailers and a teaser, so that one's, uh, humming along pretty good. Oof. Like, I know we're getting, we're getting a movie later in the year that's after Spider-Man Far From Home, but I'm trying to remember what the hell it is, because I don't think it's Black Panther 2 or Doctor Strange 2, I do know that they are being worked on. Uh, I couldn't tell you uh, what it is. Anyway, so I'm, I'm just I'm just ready for it. Like, uh, like I'm not going on my phone. I'm not like if anyone starts talking about it, I walk out of there and I tell them if if you follow me, I'm gonna hit you. Like I've uh, threatened, not threatened. Uh, like, I've made it clear that, like, I'm looking forward to this, and if anybody ruins it for me, like, uh, I'm just going to be a pain in the ass about it for all of time. Then, uh, so, it goes down tomorrow, 7.50. Which, by the way, I'm going to do a podcast, um, but I'm not going to do any spoilers on it. I'm just going to do a uh, reaction like initial reaction, I think I might do it on YouTube just because, like, it'll be long enough that it'll justify the YouTube for it. But I'm not going to, uh, like, do it on Instagram stories because, uh, like, I want people to like have the option to go check it out. Like, Instagram's like, uh, there, like, there's no warning for uh, Instagram. So, on to the next thing. All right, last but not least, Game of Thrones. Now, let me do a quick recap of my opinions on uh, episodes one and two of season eight. Episode one, let's catch up with everybody. Like, we're going to put everyone in two locations. We're not going to have, like, desert. We're going to have King's Landing, and we're going to have Winterfell. And we're going to, like, have, like, a little bit stuff up on the wall, so, King's Landing, Cersei, 
she's like, screw them guys. Uh, I got the Golden Company. Uh, uh, I got the uh, Iron Fleet. Uh, I'm going to make this uh, idiot here think that uh, he's carrying, that I'm carrying his child. Uh, I'm going to do everything I did to Robert to this guy. Okay. She gets a little bit shorted on the uh, Golden uh, Company because the Golden Company was supposed to bring elephants. She paid for elephants and she's not getting her elephants. Uh, like she's a cunning, uh, clever, um, really vindictive, uh, calculating type. But at the same time, though, she's too petty. Cersei is, like, obviously too petty, uh, to be uh, dealing with things. So, like, she had this uh, great bar about, uh, if you want a queen, earn it. If you want, like, a whore, pay for it, or whatever. Meanwhile, so, like, I was, like, uh, uh, Westerbros, uh, like, Andrew Schultz was pointing it out that, uh, a lot of these women were using that line or whatever on their Instagram feeds and all that stuff. Meanwhile, uh, the reality of the situation is, like, 30 seconds later, uh, she was like, oh, this is a good opportunity, uh, to just, like, uh, make him think that I'm not showing yet because I'm definitely pregnant. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, Robert Baratheon him, so... She also pays Bronn to do something, and that's going to be an interesting thing because Bronn has worked with all the Lannister children. He's worked with Tyrion first, then to Jaime, now he's on to Cersei, and I don't know because I think he's tighter with uh, uh, with Jaime and Tyrion than he is with Cersei, but. Uh, Bron is also a, the guy that uh, survives. So, and plus, like his scene was like, "Hey, you remember when the show had a lot of tits on it? Like there was like screwing around on every uh, episode. You remember that? Doesn't that seem so long ago?" Uh, then you have like the the big family reunion with like uh, Arya and Sansa and John, and then you have. Like all the dealings and going ons there, and then they have the stupid dragon ride that uh, they spent a million dollars on betting on. Like they didn't really move the plot forward much. It, like it set the plot. Like like it reminded you, hey, uh, John and Danny are screwing around, and won't it be interesting when uh, the shit goes down? Second episode. I was waiting for some action to start, and what we got, no one was expecting, and I don't think, because, uh, like like I said, I was listening to Schultz on this one, uh, on Westerbro's good podcast, we set aside our morals, and we watched the beheadings, the betrayals, the war, the the fighting, the the burning people alive, uh, the incest. We watched all of this. The thing that broke us was Arya Stark naked. Maisie Williams is 22 years old. We've watched her on TV since she was, her, I want to say 11 because the show's been on for 10 years. Uh, so she's definitely old enough uh, to play that kind of a scene. But, like, that was the one thing nobody was willing to watch. And 
it was tastefully done. I mean, I, I don't know if they did a body double uh, because, like, uh, I don't know if they would do a body double on top of uh, not showing much. Uh, like, I, like, I felt sorry for, the like, the one dude because, like, every, I think everyone's reaction, he, he had everyone's reaction. like, wait, this is happening? What? Like, the guy who plays Gendry, who's, like, 30 years old, I think. Uh, the... The, the whole everyone getting together uh, uh, for like like a song and dance and all that stuff uh, like uh, that was interesting uh, but back to Arya Stark um, I don't think they're gonna kill her uh, in this season because until uh, they're either gonna do a bad end or they're gonna do a good end they're like I think she's gonna be the one that kills Cersei and it's either going to be her stabbing her in the heart, or it's going to be her as a dead uh, White Walker, uh, e- e- like eating Cersei, literally. Uh, it's like stabbing her that way. Uh, so, with Arya, I think I know why everyone didn't like it. Because for 10 years, Maisie Williams was everyone's little sister. That, uh, that they were separated from, but still with, and they watched her grow up into this like challenging world on this great adventure, and uh, when when she like became like sexually active, it was like everyone's little sister like just having sex for the first time. It was like ah, oh. like like I have nothing against it. Just that uh, I was like wow. We're actually getting this? Like, this is what they give us? Like, I'm trying to think, uh, like, uh, of all the uh, actresses, like, I, th- I want to say, like, uh, like, Brienne of Tarth is the only one that didn't have, like, a... Uh, I want to say she's the only one that hasn't had a sex scene because, like, I know uh, Daenerys has had several. I know... Uh, I know Sophie Turner uh, had to ha- had to have played in like uh, at least one or two, but not necessarily sex scene. But like, uh, like I know she had <coughs> like she had to play like one of those systematic rapes w- with uh, with Ramsey Bolton as her um, husband. So, but I think they would like shout out to Game Game of Thrones because like they've been very tasteful with like certain. Um, uh, scenes, because, like, there's a difference between the, uh, the old, um, uh, whorehouse scenes and the, like, the, the, like, the, the political marriage scenes, the, all that, and, uh, moving on. So, with, Episode two, you're left with the, the the confrontation between the Army of the Dead and Winterfell, and Winterfell has been gearing up, uh, like they're giving people Valyrian steel, they're giving them Dragonglass, and you know what you don't see uh, when the the those eight guys are are right there, you don't see the goddamn dragon, so. 
the dude, the the Night King, I don't think he's going to uh, uh, Winterfell. I think he had his army show up at Winterfell. I think the people who are alive are going to live, but there's going to be some deaths. Uh, this is the part where we either kill Jamie or we kill... Uh, uh, Tyrion, because it's gonna be key, there's gonna be key players. There's, I think Sansa's gonna bite the dust because I like I'm trying to think of what the hell uh, the point of Sansa is. Um, there, like, in terms of like what does she have left to do in uh, the series? Like right now, she is the Lady of Winterfell. She is the uh, the the pain in Danny's ass, and uh, that either that's gonna continue or it's not. So. What I think is going to happen, this is like me thinking of it just right now. There's going to be a fight. It's going to be an, an entire episode of fighting. And what's going to happen in the last five minutes is that we're going to cut to uh, the Night King on a drag on his dragon. He's just sacking King's Landing single-handedly. It's like, oh, you guys, you thought you had boats. I have a dragon. Oh, you thought you had uh, uh, an army? Well, tell you what, I've got a dragon, and once you're dead, I'm going to turn every one of you into uh, the, the new army. So the Golden Company is now the undead Golden Company, and Cersei wanted to be uh, queen well, guess what? She's queen, and the Night King is the one who... Because uh, the Night King has a thing for babies. So, I'm willing to bet uh, Cersei gets turned. So, I take back what I said before. Like My theory right now, uh, going into things, is that uh, Cersei gets uh, killed, turned. That, that baby she's carrying is now going to be... Uh, the heir to uh, the Night King uh, because he turned that shit. Because I don't know. Because uh, like Cat, what was his name? Craster, Caster. Uh, he uh, had to provide children to uh, uh, the White Walkers. I, I think that's where you got all those dudes that were on the horses and the generals. But I like I don't know how that works. Because Craster was really old, like, and the the White Walkers, like the guys on the horses, look old. They, like they look like they've been uh, a part of things for a long ass time. So I think uh, one of the dragons dies in the fight at Winterville. They win the fight, but then they uh, get a raven or whatever uh, that uh, the dude in. Uh, uh, the Night King, they, they got a raven that he came, uh, he split off, he flew over the wall, he flew around everything, uh, and that's my theory. Like, I don't know, uh, I'll let you guys know next week, uh, how right and how wrong I was. Uh, it's gonna, this might be the best weekend of the uh, of the year because going into it you got sports you got movies you've got TV and it is relevant 
and like for me, like this is like this is gonna be a fun week. So, all right, guys, uh, peace.